It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Jeff Garcia, and this is Locked On Spurs. Welcome back to the episode of Locked On Spurs. I am your host, Jeff Garcia of News for San Antonio and Fox 29, SanAntonio.com, Spurs Zone. And can you believe it? The season is here. Later on tonight, the Spurs will have their home opener uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, Jimmy Butler will be playing as the uh, Spurs will look to kick off or tip off their regular season, 2018-19 regular season, off on the right foot with a W. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be looking at the matchups of the game and basically three keys to a Spurs win. Because let's face it, Spurs are heading into the regular season not looking too well as far as the injury front is concerned. So what is it going to take for the Spurs to rally the troops and get a W in their home opener? Uh, To do that and a lot more, I am joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure to be here talking Spurs, especially Joe, on opening day. I mean, I know, we're talking Joe, opening day. It's already opening day. <laughs> I can't, man. It's like Christmas Day all over again. You know, I'm excited. Or as they say in San Antonio, it's Spurs Day. Is that correct? Yeah, it's Spurs Day. Official Spurs Day is, is going to start on Wednesday. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling today? I feel good. You know, I, I like I like the, the vibe. You know, everybody's excited. Everybody's anticipating a, another successful season. Like, you know, majority of the Spurs fans, you know, are happy. And then you have the ones that should say, you know, let's say they're a little salty and they're saying tank the season, fire pop, you know, the same old, same old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same old, same old. You got your camp tank, camp no tank, and uh, camp uh, championship. Yeah, there's actually some Spurs fans that think they're title bound. Uh, but uh, let's go to get rid of the housekeeping first, Joe. Let's talk about the injury report. The Spurs will be heading into tonight's contest banged up as everybody's aware of i'm sure you you're aware of joe the spurs will be without lonnie walker Dejounte murray Derek white see a common thread there yes they're all guards and two point guards so uh the spurs will be without them as they're dealing with the various knee injuries foot injuries and in case you were wondering rudy gay is a is a go he will play despite the fact in the final preseason game versus orlando uh, he set out due to a heel injury uh, basically the same injury that flared up last season, Cabursa or bursitis. Uh, so he will be uh, um, yeah, good to go and in action. Uh, Joe, wow, what a what an injury report. I know. It's like, you know, I think somebody taught uh, Kawhi Leonard Brujaria on his way out, man, so he put a curse on the team. <laughs> I know, right? Can you believe this? Yeah, so uh, as far as injuries concerned, not the positive way to start a season, Joe, but let's go to dive right into this. Spurs Wolves. What is your first key to a Spurs win versus Minnesota, who's coming in with some internal drama, something the Spurs never have to deal with, right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I feel for the the Minnesota Timberwolves because we had to deal with the same issue last season, and it was quite distracting. 
So hopefully, you know, the team can uh, stay focused and, you know, just really buckle down and just, you know, stay focused on the task at hand and have a great season and let everything else take care of itself, you know, because God knows they're probably going to have to answer. I don't know how many questions about Jimmy Butler and what's going on. It's like, you know, I just want to play basketball. You know, that's what they're going to (laughs) say. So what's your first key, Joe? What do you think the Spurs have to do tonight to get a W? Oh, like we keep saying time and time again, Jeff, you have to have to have to have to get back on transition D. You know, this young Minnesota team, they they got some athletic guys on the team so they can get back and they can run at you. So the Spurs are going to have to get back on that transition defense and at least try to slow them down a little bit, you know, and not make it quite so easy for them to have, you know, uncontested shots to the rim, you know, easy layups, dunks, those those types of plays are what really killed the Spurs last season. And, you know, they're not going to be as good as they were last year, you know, and in previous years on defense. But I still think they can be a decent, decent, decent defensive team, especially if they get back on transition D, you know, and try to slow the opposing team down. You know what, Joe, heading into this regular season, defense has been on my list of concerns. San Antonio's defense took a hard hit over the offseason. Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Anderson, then Jonte Murray gets hurt. So that's a lot of defense that is not going to be on the court for San Antonio tonight uh transition defense is going to be key now the issue is during the preseason they didn't look like they can play defense at all they were giving up uh, over uh, 100 points or more uh in three you know, at least uh, four of the five uh, preseason matchups only one they held a team under 100 is uh, against orlando 81 points to close out their preseason slate joe i'm glad you brought up just defense and transition defense just pick a defense category i'm really worried and i think you're right the spurs have to show and prove they can get the defensive end, uh, the job of that defensive end done. Uh, you look, you, you got to worry about, you know, who's going to be uh, backing up, um, you know, Pau Gasol, who's going to likely start tonight. You know, Jakob Pertl, is he ready uh, to get heavy minutes? You know, we're going to need him defensively. You're going against a guy like Cat, Cal Anthony Towns. You got slashes to the rim like Andrew Wiggins. And of course, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, who can do it all. Spurs got to clamp down on defense. And everybody's going to have to rise up to the occasion. The, the perimeter defense, that suspect, because Bryn Forbes is likely to get the start tonight where he is going to get the start tonight. So how is Forbes going to be able to contend with the likes of a Butler, a Jeff Teague, uh, you know, those, those guys in the front? So defense is going to be very, very key, Joe. Joe, you got it as your number one. I mean, it, it almost feels like that's, you know, this defensive end is going to be the linchpin for every game moving forward, Joe. Yeah, it kind of is. You know, the thing with the Spurs is, even though they might not be quite as good on the defensive end as they were in past seasons, they can still do little things that can help them out and kind of overcome their, you know, their defensive troubles that they're going to have this season. And that's just do all the little things. You know, the other key to victory that I had for them is, they are not going to be able to stop Carl Anthony Towns. They don't have anybody that can match up that 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 is that big and and is that athletic that can really guard him one on one. So with that said, they're going to have to try to limit the second chance opportunities for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that means mm-hmm. you're going to have to crash the boards. You're going to try to win the battle, you know, yeah. on at, on the at the boards. You you got to go and get those defensive and you know, much sought after offensive rebounds. Cause if you can limit them to just one and done instead of 
getting two to three chances, you know, to make a to make, you know, some points. I mean, you're going to put yourself up at least, you know, for for a better chance at victory versus trying to climb out of a hole. You know, if they can't limit those second and third chance opportunities, it might be an early night for the Spurs. Look, I hope you're right, Joe. I hope they can crash the boards. Now, look, in the uh, preseason, the Spurs, uh, Jakob Pertl was among the uh, team leaders when it comes to uh, rebounding, as was LaMarcus Aldridge. And you're right, you know, they got to control that glass, limit second chance opportunities, um, you know, capitalize on misses from Minnesota because one of their strengths, at least heading into the new season tonight, is offensive. They have they have firepower. They got a lot of offensive firepower from DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, Marco Bellinelli, Brent Forbes, Patty Mills. They got guys that can put up points on the scoreboard. Uh, the thing is, is that what good is that? if they can't get those opportunities if they if they can put up 110 points but what's the point of that they can't hold a team to under 110 you, you know what i'm trying to say so it's almost like yeah. a double-edged sword but you're right you know and that just simply goes to defense limiting off second chance opportunities for minnesota so joe you know those are really really good points uh to start off this episode well i can't believe it the first episode so far <laughs> of the new season uh, but what Joe and I are going to do, we're going to take a quick pause right now. When we get back, I'm going to give you my key to a Spurs win. So hang tight and we'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, we are back and uh, I am joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to go follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Spell it all out. Uh, Joe, uh, before we went to break, you were really focusing on defense. Your two keys were just transition D and limiting second chance opportunities for Minnesota. Great ones to focus on because this is a young team, uh, that being Minnesota. They got high flyers themselves. We made, you mentioned Cat, I mentioned Wiggins, Teague, I got Butler. Um, but I'm gonna now shift my first key to capitalize on their internal drama. Um, Look, Minnesota is going through some internal drama right now with the Jimmy Butler saga. Everybody knows about it. Uh, he wants out of Minnesota. Minnesota wasn't able to facilitate a deal. So there's a good chance that this, that Minnesota may limit Butler tonight in minutes played if they're looking to deal with deal him. Why send him out there if he's just something to bust it up or risk injury? Uh, so if, this, if Minnesota does not put him out there or limit his minutes, that's one less headache the Spurs have to worry about, and the Spurs should capitalize on that. Joe, what do you think about that? What do you think if Minnesota does not give Butler heavy minutes? Because that's still in question right now. Yeah, well, if I was the head coach, I'm, I would consider that because he's been a distraction for one. And, you know, what else has he really done in, in, in practice but, you know, riled everybody up? I think that, you know, the time has come for him to – kind of reap what he sows you know so if they decide to limit his minutes and you know only play him for like two or three minutes a quarter make him sit on the bench you know this person to take advantage of that you know they and that's another thing that i was going to say my third key to victory and you know going off what you just said is 
they need to stay aggressive. They need to attack the rim, especially with some of these younger players that they have that are very athletic and quick. They need to stay aggressive just by, you know, attacking the rim, like I said, so they can get on the stripe. You know, you're going to get easy buckets if you get fouled and you get an opportunity to go to the free throw line. That's going to help you in the end because the thing is the Spurs, they're not as fast as maybe some of the other younger teams, but they're still quick and athletic. But their their claim to fame has always been to slow the game down a little bit. And by getting on the free throw line, those are just really easy points for them to capitalize on. So I'd like to see them be more aggressive. Yeah, it's going to be all hands on deck tonight in San Antonio. As uh, we mentioned, they are coming in hobbled right now. And, um, you know, they just need all hands on deck, as mentioned. Uh, Joe, you know, one of my other keys uh, to a Spurs win tonight is this. I need to see if Rudy Gay can be that third option on the offensive end. We know what LaMarcus Aldridge is going to do. We know what DeMar DeRozan is going to do. We know those guys can put up points. But if Rudy Gay can duplicate what he did in the preseason, he led the team in scoring in the preseason, Joe. He shot an ungodly 70% from the field during the preseason. Now I get it. The preseason is the preseason. It's not a real true test. But if that's something to take away from the preseason, then the Spurs should try to get Rudy Gay into the offense more. Be a third option. Because let's face it, Minnesota's going to be like, hey, we just got to slow down LMA and DeMar. Just, you know, Butler, you know you got to check DeMar. And, uh, you know, everybody just you know, gang up on LaMarcus. But if Rudy can be that third X factor in this game and maybe for the whole season, the Spurs could have something here, Joe. Joe, what do you think about Mikey, that being Rudy Gay? Yeah, I think Rudy Gay has to, you know, really capitalize on those opportunities that he has because LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan are going to command the attention of the opposing team's defense. You know, and quite possibly some of their best defenders are going to be, you know, uh, trading time, you know, as far as guarding them, you know, whether they be on the on uh, on the wing or they're going to be, you know, near the rim, uh, they can kind of spread the floor a little bit. And, you know, Rudy Gay's an athletic guy, so he can capitalize on those opportunities. But, you know, the one thing that I, I that's a big question mark for me, Jeff, I got to tell you, is how is DeMar DeRozan going to make the team better? And I'm not just saying by putting buckets up, because, you know, there's going to be some nights where teams are really going to clamp down on you. How are you going to make your 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 surrounding cast, your teammates better? Because I want to see him really be a team player out there. You know, if you're if you're commanding this attention, you're not having a great game. Look to get other people involved early rather than later. You know, you need to get Bryn Forbes going if he's going to be the starting point guard. You need to get Rudy Gay, you know, some some touches, you know, Jakob Portal. You need to get this team engaged and, invo- and involved early because what we saw last year is we only had LaMarcus. And as soon as the teams would clamp down on Marcus, LaMarcus, they would dare the Spurs to outshoot them. And we saw how that, you know, ended. Now, this season, they have some more firepower. And I'd like to see, you know, DeMar try to get everybody involved. You know, that's what a really good dynamic star player will do. You know, maybe he can... Uh, show us that he can be a little bit better in that regards than Kawhi. Well, you, you know what? Um, I, you know, I know Kawhi is almost like a forbidden word in San Antonio, but, um, you, you know, DeMar would never be Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was, you know, great in San Antonio, despite how he ended his season. 
you know, defensively, DeMar doesn't have that reputation as a Kawhi Leonard. Offensively, he can put up points just like Kawhi Leonard proven, has proven in his NBA career. Um, so I think you're right, Joe, you know, in the sense that DeMar has to do more than just score. Uh, but that goes to my point when I say all hands on deck. Yeah. Uh, that means on both ends of the court. Now, listeners, I know we I said three keys to victory and we're like what, four or five right now. <laughs> so uh, Joe went off script a little bit. <laughs> but uh, let me go ahead and give you uh, my next key to victory. Uh, and that's this. Pass the ball. Look, they're going to go with a guy who's really not a, a true point guard, Bryn Forbes. And his backup is another not true point guard, Patty Mills. Uh, your, your assist leader, Joe, in the preseason was a big man, Jaco Pertl. That's just that's just unacceptable. I need to see the guards pass the ball around. I need to see Brent Forrest think pass first, score second. He needs to get the ball moving, Joe. Same thing goes for Patty Mills. And if they do go with DeMar at running point at some point, the same thing for him. Right now, they lack a true point guard. And I didn't see Bryn or Patty be a true point guard as best they can. Look, Bryn got himself some experience playing point guard in his rookie season up in Austin with the G League. He was mandated. The team in Austin was instructed to get him to play point guard. He did that in the summer leagues when he got when he got run. Uh, he needs to put all that together. Patty Mills is going to be there. Look, Patty Mills was thrown in the same fire as Forge was last year. When Forbes was asked to play shooting guard, point guard, star, be a wing player, he had to do a lot. He had to do a lot more than what he was accustomed to. In practice, Brent Forbes has told reporters that Mills has been that guidance, that guiding light for him. And if Mills has imparted anything to Forbes as far as what it is having to play out of position and playing point guard, now's the time for it to come through. I need to see the ball passing. I need to see Brent Forbes starting the act, uh, the, 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 the ball moving. I need to see him getting the players in the right set and thinking pass first and get the ball moving from end to end, court to court, not just Brent Forrest, but everybody. I think team passing is going to be very key, Joe. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with you in that regards. But you know what? I just want to see Brent Forbes just knock down some shots, man. It's, it's brutal out there watching him sometimes because he's wide open and he, he can't knock down shots. You know, it's brick, brick, brick. I have yet to see him have a consistent jump shot. You know, from about 15 to 20 feet. I know he's quite capable of doing it. And I'm looking to see if he's going to add that to his game now that he's going to be a starting point guard. I'm I'm dying for that to happen, Jeff. Really, man. It's it's frustrating. Yeah. You know, everybody well, says I hate Bryn. I don't hate Bryn. I just want to see him be a little better. Bryn, if you're listening, um, you can follow Joe at Two Shots Podcast because he doesn't like you. Just kidding. Just kidding, <laughs> Joe. Um, uh, but no, no, at the end of the day, I get it. I see your frustrations, but you got to have a little patience, Joe. He's playing out of position. You're going to have to be patient. I think everybody watching him tonight is going to have to have patience. This is not his natural position. He's ready. He has confidence. He's been there before on some level, but this is, you know, he's it. They're giving the reins to him. So he added some size in the offseason. Hopefully that'll help him. Uh, he put up some good numbers in the off in the preseason, a little over nine points per game. Um, so yeah, look, you know, you got to run with what you got and Brent Forbes is, you know, is the guy they're going to go with because of the injury situation. So if they can, if Brent Forbes and Mills can get that action going, I think that's going to be a big key because if they set the tone as far as passing the ball around, they should get the W versus Minnesota tonight. 
and uh, continue Pop's streak of having a great uh, opening night uh, record. Right now, he's 19-2 and two in opening games, so that's uh, really good for him. And hopefully he'll get number 20 into uh, later on tonight and the Spurs get a W, hopefully, crossing fingers. But we're going to take our next break. When we get back, Joe's going to give us his uh, poem, his love poem to Bryn, to Bryn Forbes. Just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to put our wrap on this episode, so just hang tight, and uh, we'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, we are back, and uh, this is where I wrap this episode of Locked On Spurs show. You got that poem ready for Bryn Forbes? Or I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's it's called Play Harder. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. He's very short and sweet with his poems. All right, Joe, wrap it up. Your prediction, how does it end tonight? Uh, Prediction. I think it's going to be a a, a game that's going to be high scoring, probably in the hundreds. I'd say it's going to be about maybe 115 to 110. Spurs are going to win by five, but... You know, it's going to be one of these games that's going to be close because you do have an athletic Minnesota team. But I think the Spurs will do enough right things at the end of the game to to get the victory. I got to agree with you, Joe. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. It'll be a fun game. The Spurs team is going to be running a lot tonight. Uh, They got the firepower to do it. Um, You know, I don't think it'll be a defensive game by no means. I think with the internal struggles that Minnesota's going through right now with the Jimmy Butler saga is going to weigh on them. Uh, but I think the Spurs will get the W tonight in the AT&T Center, start off the regular season 1-0, and your MVP is going to be Bryn Forbes, right, Joe? <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully he can score more points than uh, what he has on his jersey. <laughs> no, well, hopefully the entire team is the MVP because uh, they need all hands on deck considering the state that this team is in injury-wise later on tonight. So I got the yeah, Spurs winning uh, about the same thing, I think, about 110, 112 to about 100. So I think the Spurs will get the W tonight. But we want to hear what you have to say. What do you think about tonight's opening night game versus the Timberwolves? You can follow me on Twitter at JeffGSpursZone or email me at JeffGarcia74 at gmail.com. And, of course, go to the Spurs Zone at News4 San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Joe, tell your tell the listeners how to get your stuff because tonight's opening night for you as well for two shots. Yeah, and they can uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast. And also you can find us on the internet at twoshotssa.com. And you know what, listeners? Pay really close attention to tonight's game because you're going to finally get the Spurs H-E-B commercials. They're going to premiere tonight, so keep an eye out for that. That's a good point, Joe. So for those fans of the Spurs H-E-B commercials, they debut today. So uh, if you're at the AT&T Center, enjoy, or you're glued to the TV, just do that. Be glued to the TV because they will be aired. Uh, But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia, and we're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.